0: What's happening, guys? You all already know what it is. Your boy right here, Jiggy, and this is another episode of Dumb Funny, where I invite my dumb friends on and we talk about funny shit. You feel what I'm saying? This is my boy right here. Shout out to my man Mike Mixer. He over here in the corner and everything. He got this set up. This is one of. It's it's a pleasure to have you on, actually, bro. Because Appreciate because You are very dope at what you do. I'm Appreciate not going to say too much of it just yet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let. Yeah. It, I'm, we're going to get into it. You feel what I'm saying? But this is the the guitar loop specialist he's a physicist Mm. he has his phd in physics my man right here elliot what's happening elliot
1: man great to meet you
0: yeah great to meet you too thank you
1: for having me on
0: yes sir yes sir yes sir all right man give me a little well before we do anything we start out with a shot and then we're gonna do a drip check so let's do it cool i got a cup right here for you go ahead there you go Yes, sir. And we're drinking mana. Okay. You fuck with tequila? I do. Alright, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. See my guy right there, TP, he don't like tequila, bro. Okay. Lame, bro. No, bro. Lame, bro. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Uh. And cheers, my guy. Cheers. Boom. Oh, damn. <laughs> Woo! Good.
1: Ah, here it is, and then
0: we got the shot o'clock remote. Well, we got the shot o'clock, and this is the remote to the shot o'clock. Damn, I'm already drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on God. Yeah, <laughs> but every 15 minutes we take a shot. Okay, so let's start the challenge, dog.
1: All right, so drip check, man. What you got on right now? What's what's the drip looking like? Shit, man. To be honest, I don't know, man. The females in my family did the shopping for me when I was growing up, and now that I'm on by myself, I go to the mall. Go to a couple of stores, talk to people, and just go with some of the first things because I get tired quick. But okay. I really want to, yeah. Okay, okay, on okay. That. So I
0: see you got the G Star hey, Raw shirt on right hey, there.
1: yeah, man! I went into some right stores. I just went to Linux, uh last time I was here in Atlanta. Yeah. And was like, I'm ready to invest a little bit in some good quality shit, and the guy helped me out. Okay, and, okay. Uh, the
0: price tag is talking. All right, all right. So <laughs> what the shoes?
1: What the shoes talking about? Ah uh, shit! I was like a hundred, and I just got them like three days ago. Yes, sir. Show at the them mall. off to the camera. Kick them, down up to the little camera. Pumas, little some international style Pumas, something. Uh huh. They just popped at me.
0: Yes, sir. It looks like a
1: little soccer shoe, and then um, you know, black jeans. They're always professional. They go with everything. And when you go to the studio or you're a background musician, uh, black always passes. I mean, that's like that always mm-hmm. works. And it can get yeah. dirty,
0: and you don't really like unless oh, it's like yeah. a big, big stain. It's like, hell bruh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, you can <laughs> right. have a little bit of resin on that bit. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying, right,
1: right. Facts, though. Facts. The white is a little riskier, but you know, I'm. Yeah. Are you one of those people?
0: Like, are you like a white shirt? Your white shirt looks good. I don't know how long you've been wearing it today, but it looks like it's Appreciate intact. It. Are you one of those people who look? You gonna spill some shit on your white shirt? Yeah.
1: If I'm in a hurry, man, I drink a lot of coffee right now, so you never know, but I move. mean, little just drips, like I mean, cuz I I don't spill things, uh-huh. but if I'm in a hurry, then, you know, sometimes like I don't know, <sighs> things will splash a little bit. Bro,
0: I fucking I hate it when I go to Starbucks <laughs> and I do drink Starbucks still. The
1: thing always comes out the cup. Bro, like, <laughs> they don't even put the lid on right, dog, right. and then you dripping and that shit, man, I should always. Be drinking a slip, bro. You driving and then that thing just oh that shit pisses me the
0: fuck (laughs) off bro oh yeah y'all need to do better starbucks you hear about those uh those expensive ass cups
1: no what
0: all right so apparently at starbucks they have like this like cup that's like four hundred dollars
1: and it's like this limited
0: edition cup i think they call it the stanley cup i think they call it that okay but it's like legit a big ass cup and it's like four hundred dollars i saw a video of this motherfucker He's in line waiting to get a cup and he gets mad. And he's at like a Target Starbucks. It ain't even like oh, a real Starbucks. Shit. He gets mad, legit jumps over the counter, steals the whole thing of cups like in a box and tries to Damn. run off with it, dog. Damn. Motherfuckers get out away. Here. They're killing each other like it's the Concords, bro. He had God. the cups and then he like hit stick like three people <laughs> before
1: he tried to get out of the door. It was funny as <laughs> shit, bro. That sounds like some next level uh, trying shit out. I don't Mm-mm. know, man. Damn. You get away? Yeah, no. hell no nah, he didn't though, get away bro
0: there was one dude he was really on him it was a good old white Samaritan shout out to him he had on a plaid jacket and he was not letting him loose bro he chucked him okay. three times but then he wrapped up with okay. him and slung him on the ground bro but nah everybody was mad at him for real for real they were like get this man <laughs> get this man get him down <laughs> uh uh that shit was funny as hell though bro but yeah I fuck with Starbucks anyway uh on to my drip oh, you know yeah. know what I'm saying we got the uh the the nike dunk premium lows you feel what i'm saying i love mm. green this is one of my favorite colorways Fire. You feel what i'm saying yeah yes sir a little 125 um these are what is it called urban outfitters jeans like a little boot cut i've been fucking with the boot cut style recently and like these little yeah. skater joints you feel what i'm saying hell Boom. yeah i don't even i think those are like 100 and then we got I'm zara on, on you feel what i'm saying i fuck with zara man fuck i fuck, with,
1: fuck with the yeah i do Zara is really where it's at, bro. Uh, It's one of my favorite stores.
0: Bro, they have good-ass, like, quality, dude. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and it's comfortable, too. (sighs)
0: Bro, I go to sleep in this motherfucker, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Yo, it's so good, dog. Yes. I'm fucking
1: with the olive greens, bro.
0: Bro, these are actually a really dope colorway, and they, like, perfectly pop, but they're not, like, too, like, bright.
1: Right. That's what I like
0: about them. They're green, but they're not, like, like, over, like, lime green neon. No, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not seeing
1: it too much yet. So they're not yeah. <laughs>
0: exclusive drip. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, this bro, drip, time. This so yeah, hey, you know what I'm saying? Trendsetter. All right. Anyway, speaking of trendsetter. All right. So let's talk about you and this music shit, bro. Is because I mean, what you have done is super duper dope. Um, so for the people who don't know, what are some of the artists that you've worked with?
1: I'd say uh, NBA YoungBoy. I got three songs with him one yes, of them sir. when yeah my biggest song is with him slime belief it's mm-hmm. two times platinum single now yes sir and two
0: times platinum yeah dog.
1: but shout out to young boy because everything he touches gets heard at least a certain amount um and then mm-hmm. i did a song for the baby and money man mm-hmm. and a lot of other uh hip-hop people in atlanta um this singer named aloe black i don't know if you've heard of him yeah he's he's aloe a black dope singer Mm -hmm. so i released a track with him he was on that avici's of avici's biggest song wake me up he's a singer on that okay so he he thought about signing me when i was out in la before Mm -hmm. i started coming to atlanta but so i had a couple of sessions with him okay that was random but yeah. yeah that's
0: fire as fuck bro so all right so how many uh
1: plaques do you have so, I would say I got the double platinum single, uh, the uh, another song went gold, and then all three uh of his projects that I was on have some plaques, so like five, six. That's lit as fuck, then, bro. Do you actually have to pay for the plaque yourself? You do. That's so corny, bro.
0: <laughs> that shit is
1: so corny. It's worth the money, though. Yeah, I mean, it is just for the networking and even just posting it because. I mean, people respect that shit. It's like a physical thing that you can look at and show. And then people will understand, like, oh, you grinded for this. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, I mean, even if it doesn't mean that much to yourself for just uh, showing it. I mean, so I had one in a sat at my parents' house. And they never, like, really understood the music shit. But then uh, they would show it to their friends, you know, and stuff. Because <laughs> it's like, it's just how it goes. But you yeah. do pay for it. I mean, they're like three to four hundred bucks. So,
0: oh, that's not that bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it, is,
1: it is something you have to take it into account. Okay. I thought to. they were like
0: $10,000, no, no, bro. No. I was like, it's damn. Three, no, bro. you just
1: you just say, uh, you know, I was part of this song and I think they double cross verify it or whatever and mm-hmm. then, and you can order it.
0: Oh, shit. That's lit as hell, bro. Damn. I wonder. All right. So, so your family family is a white family. You, you're not like adopted or anything, right?
1: No, but I'm a, uh, I'm half. I'm half white, half Danish, and oh. half Japanese-American. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. So half, okay. have Japanese.
0: That's cool. I right. wonder how does just your, your family, like, they're just so, like, good. They're, so is your mom from, like, a science background as well? Or is that a just, little just bit. Like, your dad?
1: It's uh, more my dad's side because mm-hmm. all of his side, basically. And then uh, my mom was the first one in her uh side of the family. But they mm-hmm. actually met. In a, in a lab so oh
0: shit bro so, just imagine so. they having they lab <laughs> laugh people over and everything Man. and then they just see this picture of a young boy right here like, yeah bro that's why my son is out there doing honestly, shit
1: <laughs> that's why i had to do something a little different at least for a while because uh, it was already like written that i should be like doing something in science or something so yeah like, so then
0: all right so not to cut you off too early but uh so how was it coming up it's because you said you started with science then you took a couple of years off and then you ended up like going back into it so what was that story like like have you always wanted to do music your whole entire life like play played the guitar your whole entire life
1: yeah i mean so i started playing the guitar a while back when i was in my teens or whatever and uh so I always kept it going to a certain amount but with the school it takes up so much time and energy that sometimes you know you play like a couple times a week um, but then after I, I completed uh yeah my bachelor's and uh and I graduated bachelor's? from I was at College Park Maryland okay the Terps you know the Terrapins yeah yeah they <laughs> got that the good. best like uniforms
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: it's a great man I loved I loved it there it mm-hmm. was, diverse it was close to dc kind of yeah
0: so, that's like a 40 minute drive
1: yeah that's true you know my, yeah. oh yeah my girl
0: stay in maryland so okay I, yeah i'm actually going there this weekend oh yeah so, yeah i'm oh, from I'm virginia gonna... oh, right 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 yeah so I when i saw your number you from, yeah yeah, yeah so, the, i'm like oh maryland fuck yeah i'll fuck with that yeah yeah okay oh shit so you were you were in maryland so wait where you're from maryland too right? i did grow up in maryland yep Mm-hmm. so all right you're in maryland you're doing school and shit how do you even come about like starting with music
1: i mean i met some people like i was in a high school band and different things there but at college park around the university of maryland um yeah i just uh i would jam outside on the campus actually and i would meet most of my like best friends by just jamming outside and there were people that would come up some people bring a bongo or another guitar or whatever and start talking to you And uh, I guess I met some somebody who was a rapper through that, and we did a couple performances. I mean, he just, I don't know, he ended up getting a job and not pursuing it. But met what some habits? other producers, and, and they kind of showed me the loops through, yeah, Fruity Loops, <laughs> showed me the ropes. Hey, uh, shout out Fruity Loops, uh, making careers. Uh, yeah, so I started Fruity Loops back when I was uh, in college. and um, But again, like they kind of, yeah, I don't know what happened. They just kind of stopped, but then... Um, so then I went, after my bachelor's, I went to UCLA for a while. Mm-hmm. And there I did meet someone who was like a legitimate music recording engineer. And so then I decided to take a break from school. Um, yeah, I was just like, it's kind of now or never. Um, yeah. uh, especially, you know, music it is, it's a little bit of a young man's sport, at least to get started. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have something, then you can continue to your 50, 60 or whatever. But I think those late nights where you have to be available for the artist to come in or call you up last minute Oof. and be free. I mean, if you have a family, you can't do all that necessarily. So so I was like, now or never. And I ended up just being the in-house like producer at this engineer. And the engineer, he worked with a lot of older school hip-hop artists like like Talib Kweli. Oh, shit. Um yeah. And uh my first placement actually was with Razkaz. I don't know if you've heard of him.
0: I've heard of Razkaz. Yeah. That's that's some old school shit, right? <laughs> right. There, it was bro. very old school. Wow.
1: Yeah. It was kinda of, yeah, it was random how that happened, but And what year was that? That was twenty seventeen, eighteen, yeah, twenty seventeen.
0: Okay, 18. okay. That's cool, bro. How's it feel getting your first placement?
1: It was it was really cool. Of course the paperwork doesn't wasn't really done correctly. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh it was out on all platforms and it was kind of promoted by him at least and it was like people recognized it and uh it was mixed and mastered correctly uh so it was touched by a lot of people and um so it was it was really cool it, wow. was, it was awesome I listened to that song probably all day you know oh yeah hey Couple days.
0: that's fire and I feel like it's cause uh, I was talking to one of our homies that I know through Mike uh, he finally got his first placement I think it dropped Yeah. so it's like it's that and I started with producing but then yeah. I ended up going into modeling and acting yeah. so I was just like bro I'm finna go on camera right. but it's like, like I remember Mike said it was like you have to dedicate two years of your life to not doing nothing not getting anything from what you right. work for and then you finally get the placement right yeah yeah i bet that reassurance factor is crazy
1: yeah yeah no it makes it all worth it because it's true i mean you have to love it at the end of the day because the amount of hours you have to put in uh to it like without seeing like rewards you know Mm -hmm. yeah that's just you kind of have i feel like you kind of have to love it i mean yeah someone could force you to do it i guess but Everyone I know who's successful at it, you just love it because then you keep working at it. Your beats get better over time and start learning the importance of networking and
0: yeah. kind of
1: stay around it.
0: Okay, I feel that. So what's like the most um, the most important tip or the, the biggest tip you have to somebody who is a loop maker like and who's making loops, but they want to get to that next level? What is one thing that you realized that changed your life and made your shit easier? Networking. Mm-hmm
1: absolutely yeah i mean it was when i met this engineer and i even started to learn about the importance of like mixing and mastering and getting it to like just a ready to consume kind of level Mm -hmm. i mean and getting like professional feedback getting some feedback because i mean i was making beats you know and showing it to my friends but they're all just like oh this is so dope and this is all good but but later on i learned like there's some real differences in the quality of the music um I mean, it's good music, but it's not like, uh, I don't know how to say it, radio quality. It's not just like everyone mm-hmm. could hear it, and it's like just uh, the frequencies are all smooth to your ears. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, I the mix mean. is off, bro. Right. Yeah. And you need feedback kind of to get better at that and to learn also how to how to even send out a loop pack. I mean, you can't just go crazy and overwhelm them. Like, you have to pick out, like, okay, here's like three to four like ideas might fit them and and send it out in a pack and don't say too much because or else they don't want to work further uh there's a whole art to just networking and honestly yeah so network is net worth that was a quote and it's kind of true
0: i fuck with that and then like when it comes to you sending out your loot packs because you said like you only send out an x amount you only keep the the conversation minimal like what is like an ideal loop pack for you? How do you even navigate conversations when you like, say you meet a producer at a studio and then he's like, oh, send me a pack. Like, how does that process go?
1: Yeah, it depends. I try to look maybe a little bit on their page, kind of see what vibe they're going for, but you still never know. Like they might make all dark trap shit and then you send them like. Oh, that's a shot o'clock, <laughs> shot o'clock, shot
0: o'clock. You yeah, know, I'm sorry, it sounds like Let's a detonator.
1: It. it sounds like a Yeah, I was wondering on. what that was. <laughs>
0: Oh man, wait, wait! Yeah. Where did I put the? Oh, alcohol over here! Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Dang, bro! Woo! We got sauced early today. There you go. You got sauced. Early. Hey, Gosh. thank you. Sir. And did. And proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers. My guy. Woo.
1: Okay. Better so. And better.
0: Oh, all right. Yeah, it does get better every shot. <laughs> every single shot, it's bro. A danger. Okay. All right. So. So, yeah, the
1: loop packs. The loot packs. Are, mm-hmm. loot packs them, how yeah. does it
0: go about getting them? I try uh, to send
1: say... them like a variety. I mean, and I don't do weeklies. Some people do weeklies and they just send it and they do this like BCC to everyone that is on their email list. Mm-hmm. I only send out like personal packs because i don't want everyone having the same shit Mm -hmm. and then i go through my loops uh and i try to send them one like super recent one and maybe one you know a few months old maybe one like a year old or something like try to just give them a variety of styles and uh time periods so okay um and see and if you hear back from them then then you can keep going and send them more but i mean honestly sending out with people that you meet online uh Usually, it doesn't. The conversation doesn't continue on that long. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you recommend the online hustle? You, I mean, or it depends it if opinions. you're uh, where you're located. I mean, I was out in Denmark the past four years for a majority of the year every year, and that was the only way I really had. I mean, I did dive into the music a little bit in Denmark, but um, it's different, and, and they all send out loops to American producers.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Mhm. All right, that's dope as hell, bro. So all right, so how does it how did you get the placement with the young boy? How did yeah. that happen?
1: Yeah. so the first one I got, I was showing up here in Atlanta and I was doing this event where I had paid to enter and it was a pass the Ox and you get to play beats for a couple of big producers. Uh there mm-hmm. was like Young Land, Quay Global, B Monster Mark. These guys, they put on an event and uh I uh, played some guitar beats that I had made and they were liking them. And so they all got my number and they, like sent me loops. And shout out to Beat Monster Mark. I, I sent him a pack and he just sent me a back a beat. And he's like, I'm going to get this place. Watch me. And then it happened. This song happened really fast. And that was my biggest uh, song. Hey. <laughs> maybe his, yeah, maybe his too. And uh, yeah, and then like a couple weeks later, he's, uh, yeah, he's a like young boy. Got on it. And then a couple weeks later, it just, came out and i didn't even have a lawyer at the time it was really fast
0: wait whoa whoa, whoa, a couple weeks so how long was the process
1: uh so i made the loop uh maybe like 40 minutes Mm -hmm. um on my porch just uh yeah and then i sent him that and then i heard the beat like uh days later and then he actually had somebody else in 21 savages camp like 22 something like hop on it in the rough drive it wasn't like that great of a song Mm -hmm. luckily he still shopped it around (laughs) and then yeah and then next thing he's like yeah young boys on it and then um a matter of like within a month yeah it was super fast because other placements i have to take half a year years three years something like so so that one was uh fast wow
0: that's crazy god damn and then are you one of those people who feel like like you send off the pack and then they use a loop and you'd be like, Why the fuck did they even use that loop? Like that wasn't even my yeah, favorite loop. <laughs> exactly. It's always like that. It's yeah. like that, I
1: mean, yeah. Like I didn't even like when they send you back a beat, you don't know which loop that they used. You can have an idea, but mm-hmm. but then later on, I mean, once you hear it over and over, oh yeah, maybe this was a good loop I made. Like, <laughs> how did you make that? But
0: Well, bro, and uh know. so I think one thing when I first met Mike, he would like send us the audio recordings that you would give him and shit like that. Yeah. And then it was like like pictures of you in Denmark and shit. Oh shit. So it's like like so. Do you can you set up and make like loops anywhere? Are you one of those people who like to go certain places and feel the vibe and then play guitars? Because like since you did that, yeah. like and yeah. you was in school and everything, yeah. like in a courtyard, or do you yeah. have to like be in a certain spot? Like, how does like loop creating come to you?
1: Man, I would love if I could take my uh, equipment out more into nature and and do that shit. But really, to get a quiet, good recording with all the electronics that I need, I kind of have to come back to my apartment or my house or wherever I'm at. Because, yeah, the microphone and the computer and everything... Um, but I could go out, take my guitar out into nature. That is where I really developed a lot of my guitar influence and mm-hmm. stuff. But then uh, I could tape it on my phone and like replay it, but then you're not in the same moment. And, and for me, it's really about being in the moment um, when you're creating it and getting the idea down, when you're really feeling the vibe mm-hmm. at the moment. I mean, yeah, you can come back to it sometimes. It's probably not the exact same.
0: But. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. I respect that. So you like a one and done. You like to do the one takes and
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's more common in uh hip hop and trap music. I think also the rappers, they just they get in and they uh freestyle, chop uh whatever, um punch in punch in. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. then they're done. I mean other genres, they sit and they write and they talk about it. Oh, did I
0: Yeah. Yeah, nah, not (laughs) not in rap, niggas. Niggas just hop in that bitch, bro. Right.
1: So I think that's my approach is more closely related to that.
0: Okay. That's really cool, bro. So then... All right. So, like... Damn, that's so fucking interesting, bro. Like, you just go Uh, straight forward and shit, bro. So oh wait it's tequila talking to me right now i had a Do question it. but i lost it but nah, it's okay we're gonna wrap back around all right well wait, wait, wait. let's talk about you in la so what 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 made you go from la to atlanta it's because you said what you did a song yeah. with some yeah dude from who right. worked with Avicii. yeah so like uh,
1: yeah how did you even get into the studios in la that was through somebody that i'd met through the people i was jamming outside on maryland campus with oh, and shit. they actually came visited me in uh, la and there was actually a uh, a Persian female rapper shout out to mana mana she was a little older than me and she came flew out and she had met razz she she opened up for like krs1 and all these classic hip-hop people mm-hmm. and so she came out to uh la and uh and took me to that studio the first time and then i just linked with uh, the engineer since then for a while hey yeah so uh yeah we have a song out and uh but shout out to mana yeah. shout out
0: to mana she sounds like she's I fine
1: do. yeah Oh yeah, she baddie? Persians, man.
0: Yes, sir. (laughs) Hey Mono, what's good?
1: (laughs) Oh shit. Oh yeah. Networking. Networking. That
0: networking goes a long fucking way. And during this whole entire time, you're still in school.
1: Uh at that time I was. And then I took a full break and chased music full time for a year and a half, two Mm -hmm. years. Yeah. Out well, I was in LA, so after I stopped at UCLA, then I, I was just like, I'm gonna move somewhere cheaper and just fucking be at the studio till they kind of tell me to leave. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a real in, grind, bro. Sleeping in the booth.
0: hey, that's what I'm talking about, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. So then, all right, so so you are you studying your master's when you go to UCLA? Yeah, you're on your master's. Yo, how does that? Like, I'm just trying to figure out how does that balance come from, yeah. like, that college life, studio life balance. Because being in the studio, you got to be in there until fucking, like, 3, That's 4. That's why
1: I had to stop it, because you can't do that. I mean, mm-hmm. you just can't. I mean, the college life or the, yeah, you just, like, whatever. It's closer to the 9 to 5 thing, and you have to show up for meetings, 10 a.m. or whatever. And, and you have to be there and be present if you want to do well, so... So you can't stay out late, and I had to cut short all my sessions, and that's what made me think, like, what if I chase this full-time and I was available to, like, stay up all night and whatever and take a call at 2 a.m. and be, like, pull up at the studio. So that's what made me make the decision, because you can't really balance the schedules the way I would like to, Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Damn, you gotta choose one or the other, or just go crazy. It on seems some like society
1: wants you to do that. It's like society's like you gotta choose uh, something to do full time. Otherwise, yeah, you're just not gonna get to the comp- competition level of where you need to be. At I don't know.
0: That's yeah. very true, bro. That's very true. You gotta dedicate yourself to something, and just like one yeah. thing at you a time. You have to focus
1: in, kind of. You, mm-hmm. you like, if it were up to me, I would do like half like learning and school stuff and half like creative and music stuff every day or you know but it's like for me it comes in phases i gotta like focus in on this now and just try to build my buzz in this now and then go do my this and it's like and and it's kind of i have to flip my mind because the people are different the the world is different the grind is different the networking is different
0: yeah oh shit yeah that's that's completely completely a whole yeah, day you fucking with a then you gotta go to PhD <laughs> scientists like yo do you see any correlations within the world?
1: Yes. How so? Yeah. No that's a great question I think about this a lot Yes because I feel out. like
0: that's so weird it's weird that you're in the middle of it but I feel like there's a reason you're in the middle of it so there has to at least be some right. overlap
1: now, I think I meant long term to like communicate physics to musicians and, and music to physicists I think ultimately that's kind of like my long-term maybe purpose but uh i would say there is a lot of similarities i mean for example uh networking is absolutely crucial in uh everything and building relationships uh because they're gonna respect your work more if you have a good relationship if you're a likable person Mm -hmm. um if you're okay with talking to anybody like you know don't really have yeah any type of person you can't really talk to and uh both objectives are to publish or release music or release like scientific papers oh shit i mean both objectives are to to publish
0: wow okay so that's
1: kind of something but they're very different like i worked for three years to get one paper in uh in the physics that i was doing shit uh but hopefully they'll come more frequently if i continue but uh Mm. Yeah, I guess that happens in music too sometimes. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> so, it takes three years for some But sometimes, to I mean, it takes like 30 minutes to make a loop. So hopefully, I mean, you can have like easily 10 songs in a, whatever, in a year, a month, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the science, you submit, you wait to get peer reviews by other professionals in your field. And then it's a long process. You got to wait, 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 wait. Damn. But I guess it's the same. <laughs> yeah it's the
0: exact same with music that's fucking crazy how there's like similar fucking worlds so the f- like bro this shit is just no, so you're asking you're great like, questions like, uh, like bro what the these are fuck, things bro? that i think like, about
1: a lot and i hope to yeah just discuss with people so that's yeah, cool but that checking.
0: makes it so anybody who's doing anything like like i feel like some people like they try to stop themselves from being in music is because they're doing physics or they're doing something it's like you can find a that's way another, to balance that's another that's a difference
1: yeah well yeah there's yeah there's also some differences so but, and then um, like
0: what do you specialize in like what is the the paper that you're yeah i'm very experimental
1: from? So very hands-on. Like, I like to fiddle with things until they work, basically. I'm not, like, one of these theoretical theoreticians who just do, like, you know, mathematical equations until whatever, just, like, they enjoy the pure math. But for me, when I see, like, a signal in the lab that shows you, like, oh, this physics is working, that's that's really cool. And I like to uh, play with expensive equipment. Like, these lasers, they yeah. cost a couple hundred thousand dollars sometimes God. if they're, like, a real stable... Damn uh laser at a right frequency that you that you need. Um, yeah, they cost hundreds of thousand dollars. so these uh, labs are they just have a bunch of expensive toys and and it's it's cool. You just get to play with, play with that toys. shit. yeah, bro. you do and and you break some stuff and like <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they ask you all the time, like, what's the most expensive piece of equipment you've broken in, in the lab because I mean, really, Hopefully it's not that expensive, but you have to break some things because or else you're not trying things out. You're mm-hmm. not you're not testing if it's if it's working or not. You're too safe. So, yeah. So actually, a lot of the better experimental physicists I know, they've broken things. I mean, hopefully they haven't shocked themselves too <laughs> much sure or anything. I mean, that's electronics, but uh, you got to be careful too, though. So yeah, I could only
0: imagine, bro. And then oh. Uh, uh, you said lasers what's the exact like thing you specialize in laser atomic
1: what? clocks and uh, an atomic clock is a laser that is stabilized to an energy level jump in an atom and oh, that shit. is an atomic clock That's some
0: smart ass <laughs> shit right there bro
1: you ever develop a laser gun
0: <laughs> I had to ask it I had to ask that shit I had to what the,
1: so so like I mean there's like these laser, what's a laser gun?
0: It's like a nine. I pull a nine out but it's pew.
1: And you okay. get a laser in it. I mean sh-
0: Is that feasible? Is that a feasible thing to do? Yeah. Make, oh shit.
1: Yeah. I mean, but I don't see how it could be uh... <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew. i mean, yeah. I mean, it'll it'll burn you, but <laughs> Well, will it burn know, the it? the carrier?
0: or is it going to burn the person no burn the
1: person yeah and i mean if you yeah no it'll definitely uh i mean there's some very i mean they use lasers to cut through metal so i mean depending Mm -hmm. on the type of uh power you're talking about how many megawatts or whatever i mean so we don't usually deal with those powerful lasers uh day to day we usually do like milliwatts where it's like you can almost look at it in the eye almost like and it it doesn't damage your eye but uh, but some lasers are used to to cut through metal um, so those I could see being uh, really long range. <laughs> hey, bro, just let me know when y'all
0: got the short ready, and like y'all can. But I don't think that's. Uh, I don't wanna yeah, get a I want to get a laser pistol, nigga. Shoot a nigga real quick.
1: <laughs> keep it pushing, bro. I mean, <laughs> a lot of the the money in science comes from uh, the Department of Defense in the U.S. They're definitely like, gonna come up one. They probably already have to some different levels but maybe i could improve on it i have to i have to double check
0: and that's a shot o'clock shot o'clock shot o'clock talking about lasers hell yeah that's what i'm talking about dog <laughs> Damn. shout out to crazy. the department of defense hey y'all know where to find me get your boy elliot on here dog coming with them pum. just peoms. give me a little bit
1: a, a little, little all right i got you i got you, to I got you. Going to uh, yeah, yeah, time, man. yeah. It.
0: i ain't gonna get you twisted <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit, dog. Hey, every yeah. single time. I get everybody drunk every single time, dog. It's hospitality, do here, man. Dog. I mean,
1: yeah, it's good hospitality.
0: Come on. Mm. It's the tequila hospitality. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. So, um, so where do you see yourself, like, in the future? Do you see yourself... Doing music, or do you see yourself
1: just really like buckling down on this physics shit? Um, yeah, I really want to do them sort of parallel and I want to uh hopefully combine (laughs) them one day. Stupid, shut up. (laughs) What happened?
0: He's giving his heart right now,
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah. Shout out my boy Mike Mixer, set me up, and uh, yes, sir. And honestly, he's. Kept me very uh, relevant in Atlanta mm-hmm. when I was abroad, and like he was the main person I I called regularly. Like, he's great at keeping in touch with people. Always on the phone.
0: Yeah, for real. Always on the phone. God damn, bro, that's crazy. All right, wait, wait, wait. I want to ask you this question too. All right, so your dad was an Oppenheimer.
1: No, no, my great grandfather. Great
0: grandfather was an Oppenheimer. Yeah. So you come from a long line of niggas in physics.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, not niggas in physics, but they in physics. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got you. Yes. I got you. <laughs> so anyway, like, bro, like, alright. So what did what did your great grandfather do? Like, what was his title?
1: Uh, he was a theoretical physicist who uh, made a model describing the way the atom is. You might have seen it in your textbook in middle school, high school. It's called the Bohr model, the atom, and it has uh, like a, it looks like sort of planets revolving around a the sun. There's different circles around the atom. That right? was your great granddaddy. Yeah, he developed that model. That's oh, the Bohr shit. Model, the atom. Oh. And, and so the nucleus is the protons, neutrons, and the electron can jump to different levels, but it can't oh. jump anywhere in between mm-hmm. the circles. Yeah. Dad, and he so came crazy. up with that model, which was accurate for predicting certain things at the time. Now we know that it's not the full story at all. Mm. But uh, he was also very good friends with Einstein and Oppenheimer and Heisenberg and all these other people. Oh shit! Because that was uh, the development of quantum physics. A lot of it took place at um, in Copenhagen, Denmark, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> for a lot of reasons. But it was a center in the uh, 1920s and uh, 30s and 40s and yeah
0: oh shit that's crazy bro wow so man shout out to your <laughs> great granddaddy for hey, <laughs> making our science textbook for real for real big yeah, boy in the yeah, building yeah, shout out to my so you boy heard you boar. heard about
1: that hell the yeah, yeah i seen man. that shit
0: i remember there was one science book that i had and it was like for real it was like on the page after the atom. it was just somebody drew a naked girl with long titties bro <laughs> it's because you know how people used to graffiti like yeah, science books right. and all that but yeah i remember that <laughs> bore shit right there bro that's wild god dang so like are y'all famous like in the science world you pull up to like the physics and they're like yo that's the boars
1: <laughs> yo, you know you Boers, know it's <laughs> it's interesting it's 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 different i wouldn't say it's yeah there is definitely some legacy and i feel like there was more pressure on like my dad's generation because mm-hmm. um, he was alive while niels Bohr was still alive and he he's growing up and so in my dad's generation there's a lot of scientists and physicists and i feel like at certain points they had a lot of pressure to go into that and follow that and yeah. then, but I think it's too much pressure. But, uh, yeah. bruh. Yeah. But what was the question?
0: <laughs> oh, i was say, yeah. So y'all are, like known in this, the science yeah, world. Yeah. I would yeah. say people
1: recognize the name, but it's not like business where it's like if you're related to whatever the biggest, uh, the CEO of a company, mm-hmm. you just automatically get the job or you get the promotion or whatever. It's not oh, like that. that sucks, in science, bro. no. It's like you kind of have to, I feel you have to earn. Your way through because it's it's so based on uh your resume and your criteria and, and what you've actually done it's not like are you related to the right person or something
0: that's great that's great is because they're actually judging like very good like scientists. you got to be yeah. smart you got to know your shit to level up no but they you judge you how, for you yeah you know how pissed i will be if they just <laughs> rejected me i'm like do you know who my great grandfather is it's a big boring in the building <laughs> right. you better res- put some respect on my name <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Right, 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 right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, you know, you gotta stay humble. You gotta stay. Uh, no, but I mean, I'm just uh, you know grateful and uh, you know he was actually a like he was actually a very positive person like to be related to. I mean, most famous physicists that I've researched, they all have some something wrong in their personal life or they had some like weird. Yeah, they'd be autistic, bro. They'd be something. like awful I mean, a little bit. You be like, I mean, I respect, you know, great damn. people, what they did and everything, but mm. but a lot of people have their quirks or have their, there's something that had a, you know, a problematic uh, personal life or something, this and that. But yeah. he was actually pretty, uh, it's hard to find negative uh, things about Niels Bohr. I said, like, man, shout out, to, a, shout
0: out to Niels Bohr
1: yeah mm, appreciate that
0: because Oppenheimer, he was a slut bro like yeah. he was pulling bitches in the movie bro <laughs> and it's like dog right. it's like C- cecilia murphy who's like oh like he look all like cracked out and shit and you're like ain't no way he ain't pull three girls back to back like right. this bro but nah Oppenheimer was a womanizer dog he got yeah. hoes no
1: not a lot i mean they were and i'm telling you at the time i mean physicists were very uh yeah prevalent in, in society i mean too i mean He got all this money from the government to pursue his uh, idea. And uh, everyone knew who he was. He was, yeah, good friends with the president and everything. I mean, I mean.
0: Yeah, that nigga got groupies. (laughs) (laughs) Oppenheimer was slanging. him.
1: Physicists don't really have groupies these days, to my knowledge. I don't think, yeah.
0: <laughs> Not yet, till they find out about you.
1: Yes, that's uh, that's him. Hey, oh, you got his dad right there? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's my great-grandfather. Oh, man, he looked like he,
0: he, he was striking. He was striking back then.
1: Yeah, but he had a, a long, <laughs> very successful uh, marriage. They had actually six sons. That's it. And... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. never
0: mind. He won a hoe. Usually, when you a hoe, you have daughters. Like for real, he had six sons. He was a great yeah. man. <laughs> is that what it is? That's like, yeah, <laughs> that's like an old like a country saying. Like if you have okay. like all daughters, it's like bro, you was a player back in your day. Now you have to. So you have to
1: learn them. a lesson. Yes. That's what's yeah. up.
0: Copenhagen. Yeah. Exactly. Hey. He hey. Got the Copenhagen. <laughs> My boy TV has the Copenhagen uh chewing tobacco. That's not chewing. What is it okay. then? Yeah.
1: Oh, they love. They Dip love, ain't chewing uh, tobacco. No, nah, you, you just put it.
0: Yeah. You just put it in there.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> oh, so, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. It's spit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm. I'm not familiar with this, bro. I don't. I don't do chewing. I barely even inhale my vape. To be honest. <laughs> I don't even inhale my vape. I smoke this shit like it's hookah all the fucking time. Yeah. I just like the taste. I got blue bubble gum.
1: That sounds pretty good. Shit is busting, bro. You want to take a hit? I'm good right Peter now. Peer pressure. Peer pressure, pressure, pressure. All right, cool. I'm taking a break right now. I appreciate <laughs> it. I feel that, bro. I feel that, dog. <clears throat> Damn. Did you understand Hoppenheimer? Man, I'm telling you, I was super jet lagged that day, so I fell asleep. But I've uh, read a lot of books, and I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've done a lot of personal exploring because my great grandfather and my grandfather worked on the Manhattan Project. Mm. Um, they came from Denmark uh, to the U.S. Uh, to work uh yeah to be there mm. and be present so
0: damn yeah we should have a watch party that way you can explain some of that shit to me i'd bro. love to it's because i fuck with math like i know how to add up you know money well, no, I'd love shit, to, you man. Know i shit you know me but like some of the shit they were saying i was like
1: nah like right. i was interested uh, yeah and my um my uncle who's a physicist <laughs> big surprise he uh had a problem that he gave out to his students about what mistake did uh like the germans make in uh calculating how much um uranium or yeah whatever they needed to have an atomic bomb and which is why germany didn't develop an atomic bomb uh Mm -hmm. or they weren't as far along compared to the u.s so like actually the physics of it is really interesting as well because the u.s had all of the the had a lot of the best physicists but heisenberg who's a german and he worked for the nazis uh uh, he miscalculated and he was like a genius and he miscalculated how much uranium you needed in this bomb and that's why Germany didn't chase this bomb the way that they could have. Oh shit. And that's why the US got the bomb first. Wow. That was a lot of interesting things. But...
0: That's cool as fuck. <laughs> that was like a big like turning point in there. Especially in the film. There it was really up, like, was.
1: Lot, yeah. yeah. I mean it's interesting because yeah, actually yeah, a lot of uh, yeah, the lead in the war was related to uh, the physics and Shit like
0: that. And it's cool to hear. It's because, like... I just understand, like, movie structures and stuff like that. Yeah. So, it's like... That's the biggest, like... That's the, the turning point. That's the challenge that they're going through. Yeah. So, usually main characters, they always accept all the challenges. And they get affected by it. And they have to show their reflection. That's their acting. Sometimes you play characters who either support the plot. And... Or they're just, like, part of the plot. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. So, supporting characters can support the the main character side like how he was cheating on his wife that was a supporting mm. character to the main characters because it showed how work affected his home life right so when you when you decompartmentalize like movies and shit you right. can like see physically like what they're doing But yeah. when it comes to the physics like bro I don't know what the fuck is going on. So it would right, be right, right. cool to like watch it with you and understand yeah, yeah, yeah. the physics as well. Man, I want to understand the acting
1: from you and like the yeah the side and the and, yeah, understanding the mm-hmm. whole plot better. So that would be great. Hell be do yeah, it.
0: yeah bro. It's because he took the ah uh, who is, is is it Nolan? Did Nolan do Oppenheimer? Christopher Nolan? Is it Christopher Nolan? Wait, wait, wait no. no I, oh, let me let me make sure. Let me Google this for fact real. check. Yeah, yeah, it's Christopher Nolan. <laughs> I thought you would know you this motherfucker was telling me how he acted in a movie before he got here. T P over here don't know how to act. Hey, still, I'm he was sure. acting in the movie for real for real. But now it's a Christopher Nolan film. That's fire. Christopher Nolan film and Christopher Nolan is a very good director. Okay. So, um yeah, just breaking down his directing style and he he put a lot of time into making Oppenheimer. So it's always funny, like, my other homie in there, he French, we be watching film, films that are French, and we'll yeah. see, like, the subtitles, and he would be like, yeah. bro, this is wrong, this okay. is wrong, this okay. is fake. Yeah. So I'm interested to see, like, if you see that shit, like, we would be like, nah, that's bullshit right there. Nah. Right. They're what counted.
1: language are these? You said what? What language? Uh... They speaking though, I mean, that was English, right? It was, uh...
0: Oh, no, I was just talking about other films, though. right? Yeah, like, we'll yeah. watch a yeah. French film with him sometimes, yeah. yeah, and yeah, he'll tell us like how the subtitles are going or everything, right? So, right. I'm interested to see the equations of, oh, hell yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do and that. he
0: had to like hit it directly, you feel what I'm saying? Oh, right. and one thing I love about Oppenheimer random fact it has like some of the best white actors, white male actors in yeah? the world in that, okay? Girl. They got Josh Peck in that bitch out of nowhere, bro. Yes bro, they got Josh Peck in there. He the nigga who touched the button. Oh shit, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, bro. I I'm trying to I'm trying to fill in yeah, know, on the TP singing the 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 theme song, but he didn't finish it. I, don't I don't was know. on there also?
1: Hell yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm Ooh, drawing bro, this, a blank.
1: It's lies damn oh, bro. oh when you look inside yeah. the <laughs> fun. All,
0: right, all, right, all right there we go it took it took a while it took yeah. a while to get there it took a while to get there oh damn bro
1: you got yeah. any cool
0: projects coming up dog
1: so yeah i kind of had a little bit of a quiet year last year uh-huh. um but two years ago I had this, this YB placement, I had the opening song, so that was great. Oh, you had the opening song on the album? Yeah. Woo! Yeah, that Turn was Turn up. Yeah, no drums either. On a young boy song. So <sighs> Yes, sir. That was rare. And then uh but yeah, last year I think yeah, I just been focused right now on I finished my uh PhD, so I was like just focused. But now I am diving into the networking here in Atlanta and awesome. pulling up. So yes sir we'll see where that leads or not yeah yeah
0: congratulations on the phd the phd is fucking fire appreciate it bro. you are a appreciate doctor
1: it. yeah whatever it means yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit bro hell yeah dog fuck yeah anything like you got anything you want to tell the people anything you want to shout out anything you want to let the people know
1: about Shit, man, hit me up. Let's work. Let's collaborate. Yes, I'm right. trying to be creative. um You know, people know me for the guitar, but I might have good ideas for for different things too. I'm trying to get into country music. So, anybody who's trying to hey, that's why uh, T P country ass here. Yeah, damn right. We <laughs> gotta work. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah and
0: country music is going crazy right now going crazy western culture right. on TikTok bro right. it's ridiculous yeah? bro oh okay. yeah dog yeah yes dog it's like it's she a whole crazy. entire era it's, it's getting yeah. into the pop music I think Cardi B was talking about it one day and I think she was trying <laughs> to take claim for why western culture is big in music now and it's like alright calm down lady from the Bronx this is not
1: Yeah. Right, you go to 40 right.
0: deuce like get right, out of here right. what fuck is you talking about <laughs> But nah, like yeah, our nah, country music is going crazy. So I can only imagine what this year is going to be like.
1: Right, Drake just posted him and Morgan Wallen, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Oh shit. Yeah. You know it's yeah. Morgan Wallen hit up my Brother boy Hollywood. Elliot, bro. Come get some loops. <laughs> Come get some Hell motherfucking yeah. loops. Hell yeah shit he really You're in that right tp really in that i gotta show you tp's tiktok's yeah, bro man. he just be oh shit we be he be dancing to that motherfucking country music dog and like he be getting it right he be getting it he like the equivalent to like um yeah. damn like AO and tayo okay <laughs> he the AO and tayo country music no just compare yeah. me to
1: ayo and tayo <laughs> <laughs> it's nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Hey, yo, he's
0: just—he's one of them together. <laughs> oh, man! Let's hey. close out on the shot, and then let's—let's—we'll—we'll yeah. we'll, like do the little yeah, yeah, yeah. The video and let's shit too. It. You feel I me? Mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm solid right now. You're solid, you're solid? Yeah, you good? solid, you good, you good, you yeah, good. All right, good. cool, appreciate cool, It's okay. I'm gonna take
0: the shot for both of us. Yeah. All right. So y'all know what Please it do. is. It's your boy right here, Jiggy. Thank you for tapping into another episode of Dumb Funny. Make sure you follow, like, and subscribe. Y'all you know how it is. By this time, I already drunk and shit. So you you know what to do. Thank you so much, Elliot, Man, for coming thank in you here, bro. For having me. It's so cool. I really cool appreciate it. About physics and shit, bro.
1: Anytime.
0: Yes, sir. I just when you get that laser gun, hit me up. <laughs> hit me the fuck up I got you yes sir (laughs) the pew pew and we're out